Well, hey guys, we have something really special for you today. Um, Ever so often, we're going to interview some people of Connect Church, and you get to know their story and their life, and you get to know about the people that are at Connect. So I'm really excited for you to get to know today Shanna Wimbush, and I'm sitting across from her now, and I get to ask her questions. Hello, Shanna. Hello, Amber. So, Shanna, how long have you been going to Connect? I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. Two years? Three. Two. I have two Christmas ornaments. So, two Christmases. I'm coming on to my third. Yeah. So, if people don't know, we hand out Christmas <laughs> ornaments at every Christmas service. And that, I guess, marks the timeline of, like, yeah. when you start coming. If you, if it's around the holiday season, you're like, this is... And my first actual church service that I, like, officially intentionally went to was the Christmas remix. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, Christmas was the time. That's awesome. Yeah. But we want to get to know you uh, personally. So, um, like, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Okay. So don't laugh. I'm not, like, 96 years old. But I love maple walnut ice oh, cream. Oh, that sounds so Canadian like, of you. Especially the ones that they sell at the little shop in Bray Creek. Like, oh, that's my favorite ice cream. But, That's yeah, awesome. Not usually the choice most kids like. And that's what I would pick when I was, like, seven and we would go on family trips and my stepsons would look at me like what like why are you getting like bubble gum or something cool but I just I love it <laughs> that's so cool I love it too I like um the pralines and cream I always got that when I was a kid too and that's kind of an adult older person yeah that's like a yeah. 150 year old choice <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um and you're married I am to Dave yeah mm-hmm. and how long have you been married for a year and a bit a year and a bit, and you're expecting your first baby. We are in seven weeks. Amazing. Boy or girl? Girl. And her name is going to be? Julia Pearl. Oh, that's yeah. adorable. We're going to name it. her after some of our grandparents. So that was an easy decision. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. I love it. Yeah. And you and Dave have just been amazing serving on the dream team and just making a difference. And I love your story, and I just want other people to hear it because – the way that you came to connect was unique. And so I want people to hear a little bit about like your background and your backstory. So before Connect Church, before you met me, like what was life like before Jesus, really? Well, I actually was baptized as a baby, Ukrainian Orthodox, Um, not because my parents went to church or we were religious, but just because that's what people did in my family in the 80s. I don't know. Um, so when I was younger, I was always really confused about religion because people would ask me if I like went to church and if, you know, what my denomination was. I'd be like, well, I'm Ukrainian Orthodox, but I don't really know what that means because I only go to church for weddings and funerals. <laughs> um, and then when I became an adult and went out on my own, I started exploring spirituality, you know, by myself. and. Yeah figuring out where I'd be, you know, drawn to go. And at that time in my life, I was really, really lacking a sense of community. And so that was a big thing that I was looking for. And I got pulled into the New Age community because, you know, there's a lot of women there who, you know, they're all about, you know, sisterhood and mother nature. And I mean, who, you know, watched the craft growing up and didn't yeah. want that to be their life. Like not like the bullying <laughs> in the beginning or the awful ending, but like the middle <laughs> yeah. where like the girls are getting along and having this wonderful life like I wanted that kind of sisterhood and that sort of family and so I was really really drawn into that entire world Mm -hmm. um 
So the specific path that I took, I became obsessed with angels. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a huge movement going on in the city. Um, it's called an angel empowerment practitioner. That's what I got certified to be. And basically, the premise of that is, you know, we all have an angel team who's guiding us and working with us, and we can talk to that team whenever we want and ask them for help, and that we are very much in control of our own lives. We just had to connect to a higher power and let them know what we wanted. Um, So I spent, you know, thousands of dollars in training to be a certified angel empowerment practitioner, um, realm reader, fairyologist, oracle card reader, kind of a little bit of everything. Um, If I saw a course pop up on my Facebook page, like I would sign up for it. I was (laughs) such a sucker. Um, You know, I met a lot of wonderful people throughout it and um, I really enjoyed my life and I didn't think that there's anything wrong with it. And in fact, the interesting thing is there are a lot of Christians, well, people identify as Christians who follow that path. And it would actually always make me really uncomfortable when they would start talking about, you know, their spirit guides that they work with and, you know, how Jesus is an ascended master and they're, you know, praying to God. I'm like, oh, you know, I dig angels, you know, nobody fights about angels, but I'm not really sure where I sit with this, you know. God on a mountain idea. So I would just like tune out on that part and just pick the parts that I liked. Um, And I was really, really happy with that. And then, you know, but as I started taking more and more courses, um, I pulled a little bit away from just like the angel part of the world. And I actually got really interested in learning about, you know, pagan culture. And, you know, the last thing I really identified with before getting baptized at Connect was witchcraft. I had done a witch dedication. You know, I celebrated every Sabbath. I was very, very much giving myself to earth-based spirituality and religions. And I thought that, you know, that's where it was meant to be because there's a lot of information out there about, you know, how awful Christians were to witches. And Mm -hmm. um, the way that that information is presented makes you feel like, oh, well, it must be the Christians that are bad. And this is the old religion, so it must be right. And I would get into debates with people all the time. I mean, as soon as I found out you were a pastor, Amber, I started debating Halloween with you. Like, I just, I could not wait. I was very educated. I liked learning about all of this stuff. Um, so I would debate it all the time. But I realized I only knew one half of the story. Yeah. And I loved your questions through the journey. And I loved being a part of that journey in spirituality and coming to Jesus. And so, like, I want people to know how we met. So we met each other at a 90s trivia night, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, just by a friend. And you didn't know that we pastored a church. You, um, No, you were a massage therapist. Yeah. I was Melissa's <laughs> massage and therapist. And Dan was yeah. really quiet. So I didn't really know what he did other than be your husband. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you came and helped us with our, I think, our second food truck rally, right? But not knowing that it was a church. A church. Okay, so you were just invited by a friend to come help paint faces. Yeah, this whole thing is because of Lissa Holbrook. <laughs> like, she called me up, invited me to trivia night, was like, oh, you got to meet my friend Amber. You're going to love her. She was right. Then she <laughs> called me up. She's like, Shanna, I'm doing face painting. It's for charity. We're raising money for Evanston. Can you come help out? We're short painters. And I love Lissa. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. I didn't even question like what was this charity or what it was about. I showed up. I got my Connect Calgary shirt, which I loved. It's like the softest shirt ever. And it became my (laughs) sleep shirt. But not once did I actually like type in the 
website on the back to figure out what Connect Calgary was. I just thought it was like a Calgary community social group or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and then how I got more involved in the church was, again, Lisa called me up and she's like, hey, you know, I'm hosting a board game group at my house. She did tell me that it was for church, so that's nice that she disclosed all the information. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you know, and I know you don't go to church and you're not into that, so you can just, like, tune out and ignore it when we start praying, but come because it's board games and you love board games and it's a chance for us to see each other regularly. So I was like, yeah, absolutely, sign me up. And then I showed up for that first night, and I was a little early, and I was sitting on the front steps, and then Amber shows up on her bike, and I'm like, oh, <gasps> I didn't know you went to Lissa's church. And she's like, um, I'm the pastor. <laughs> and that was an interesting moment in our friendship. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ch- game changer, I guess. But uh, so you hung out and you did board games with us. And what were your thoughts about church at that moment? My thoughts at church at that moment, well, leading into it, were not good. Um, I had had some family condemn me for my pagan belief system Mm. and they were christians and so i was feeling like well how is this like loving church condemning me and making me feel terrible so Mm -hmm. i had a really really you know bad idea about what christians were at that time so that was part of why when Liz invited me to the group i had also said to her i was like yeah you know what like i need to hang out with some nice people because at this point like i hate the church like i just had the worst experience ever and I really need to be reminded that there are good people that are Christians. Right. Yeah. And so you stuck around. You came just about every week, I think, because I was a part oh, of that group. Because, yeah, it's board games. Like, yeah. that is probably my second love language after face painting. So really, <laughs> like, connect. I, I had no chance. Um, and then how I actually ended up going to church was um, Amanda, who is our, the children's coordinator at that time, She was organizing super kids and said, hey, like, can you come to church and face paint? I was like, oh, okay, like, I'll come just to face paint, but I'm not going to come to church and sit in the service. She's like, yeah, no, it's fine. Like, I need you to paint during. So, you know, I felt very, very comfortable. I showed up. I set up my paints. And then she pulled me into Dream Team Rally because, I mean, I was really, really curious why there was amazing music coming out of the theater and I had no (laughs) idea what was going on. So I definitely didn't go against my own will, but... Yeah, I went in and I was just in awe over how this church was run and it seemed really, really cool. And so that was about in like October and I just, you know, thought about Connect for a couple months. And then when it was Christmas time and I heard about the Christmas Rebix, I told my husband, well, he wasn't my husband at the time, but I was like, Dave, let's go check this out. Like it's Christmas, we should go to church. And we went and he was completely shocked because he grew up catholic in a very traditional church system and he was like what is this like there's hip-hop dancers and (laughs) it was crazy but it was so much fun and we left being like you know what like we feel great that was a good experience like maybe we should try and come just you know maybe once a month because we live in the south and it's a really far drive and we didn't want to commit and then you know the once a month kind of morphed a little bit when we got married we're like hey we're gonna go twice a month and then within a month after that we were on the dream team and we were going every week except when we were out of town yeah so it really just like snowballed so quickly and then we kind of stopped and looked at each other we're like what happened to that like once a month and then every two (laughs) week thing like we're here all the time now but we love going and we miss it when we're not there yeah totally and um 
and in that process of like starting to come and then coming once a month and coming more, um, you were also going to another connect group and you joined uh, the, oh. the Bible. It was. Yeah, I, I joined Heidi's inductive Bible study. Yeah, like so a serious Bible study group. When I said that, I like to research and really learn about things, especially when it comes to my spirituality. I carried that forward into this. So it's like, okay, I'm going to a church because it's fun, but I have all these new friends and I just still don't understand, you know, why they're so excited and what they're believing in. So I signed up for the inductive Bible study group, which was amazing, um, especially because to me, the Bible was very scary and hard to read. <laughs> So I loved that. Um, and then in September, so the next semester, I signed up for Alpha Course. Yeah. And that was life changing. You know, people were telling their stories about their journey to Christianity. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like that happened to me. Like I bawled all the way through the Easter service and had wow. no idea why. And that was the Holy Spirit. And just, yeah, I, I've just really, really connected with the stories, but also you know, the intellectual learning that came with that. And that's when I started, you know, thinking, okay, like maybe instead of just going to church, I could actually like believe in the things in church. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, because I brought that up, then there was questions about baptism yeah. coming from you because you love me and you care about me and you just wanted me to continue on my journey. But I felt like I needed to take a little more time because I was really worried that I would get baptized just because, you know, I wanted to be your friend. I wanted to be Dan's friend and I wanted mm -hmm. to fit in at the church and that's not the right reason to do it. Right. So I really like put my brakes up and I didn't really want to talk about it. I'm just like, let me do my own thing. Like, let me read the Bible and do my own learning and make this decision for myself. And I thought that that would actually take a lot longer than it did because I had a crazy life-changing moment happen to me in December of last year. Um, so I had mentioned before my whole angel empowerment practitioner um, life. Uh, there's a lady who basically started that initiative within North America, and her name is Doreen Virtue. And she's the lady who trained the lady who trained me. She's written all the books on the subject, creates all the card decks. Like She had basically made an empire out of this angel idea. And I was... Um, every Christmas I would go and I would buy my mom an angel calendar. It was just a tradition that I had. She loved angels and it was an easy gift. Um, and I went to buy it and I couldn't find it anywhere. And then I went online and like Amazon listed it, but it was not available and didn't have a picture. And I was like, that's so weird. Like, why can't I get this calendar that I've been getting every year? So then I Googled like, what's going on with Doreen Virtue? And I found out that she had actually become a Christian, um, had denounced the entire New Age angel world. Um, all of her books were going out of print. The money that she had made from sales of this, she donated all of it to charity. She sold her mansion, like just wow. completely changed her entire life. Yeah. And when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh. So like, I'm feeling like I've been on the fence between like this old faith that I had and the new one because both like bring me such joy and made me feel good. But now that old faith is literally saying, this is wrong. Like, you need to read the Bible and become a Christian. So that was kind of the life-changing moment. It, it was such, it was so powerful yeah. for me. And so I made that decision right then and there. Because um, originally I was hoping David and I would get baptized together. But then I decided, no, like, this is enough for me. I'm going to do it. If Dave wants to, like, he can sign up later. I want to do this for me. This is my thing. Because especially with 
everything that I had experimented with previously, I felt like if anyone needed to be baptized and start over, it was me. And it was I was actually quite fearful because all of these angels and guides that I'd been working with, um, Doreen talked about how actually they're more likely demons mm-hmm. who are trying to take your attention away from God mm-hmm. and make you pray and worship angels instead. Um, and then I was also interested in mediumship and everything with spirits. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I just need to get all of that energy out of my life because it's really, really scary to be open mm-hmm. to all of that. Right. Um, wow. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's so powerful. I mean, like I want to make sure people understand it would be in the same level of like Joseph Smith or David Koresh or somebody like that who's leading in a massive uh, movement and directing people away from Christ and turning around and saying, you know what? I was wrong. I'm throwing all of my teachings out completely. I'm done with it. And I want you to know that I believe in Jesus and you should too. Like it was a huge moment for you because that was your spiritual leader. Mm -hmm. And, And so would you say that that moment was the time that you're like, okay, I believe in Jesus. Like this is real. I feel like the Holy Spirit is moving me. Like was that the time or was it like before or after that? I would say it was before. It was definitely at Easter with mm-hmm. like the crying and everything. I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And I had sat with that and then going through the Alpha course. I, like I was already starting to lean that way. This was just like the final tipping point because I always, I like to make excuses yeah. for myself and my beliefs. And because there was a God and a Jesus um, factor in the angel world, I was like, okay, well, it's still okay. Like Christians still do it. I can probably find a way to, you know, still do both. Um, but yeah, after finding that out, I was like, no, I'm done. Um, so I didn't want to start, you know, throwing everything out and doing book burnings, but I definitely <laughs> ripped up books so I could properly recycle and dispose of them and not, you know, affect the landfills. Like the good Canadian, the good you Canadian are. way. Yeah. Um, and I just got rid of everything in my house that represented that new age world because I didn't want any unwelcome wow. spirits or angels or things to be yeah. welcomed in. And, you know, the amount of peace and joy that came into my life in January when I was going through all of this, it just confirmed the fact that, yes, I want to get baptized at the end of this month because I'm already feeling lighter and better than I ever have in my entire life. And I thought that I was pretty good before. I mean, that's why I had embraced the new age world. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just had a whole new level of just peace and love and joy. And yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, And I love and I'm just so humbled to have been a part of that journey with you because each step of the way you're texting me questions and saying, you know, I can't believe that, you know, the spiritual leader in my life decided this and sending me articles and just walking in that journey with you is so beautiful and is just one of my favorite moments, actually, to see God working through your life in such a powerful way. And, and then also for me, like testing my patience, because of course I'm like the whole time I'm like, God is working on you. Why don't you see this? You know, <laughs> I mean, like, come on. But but just being patient and trusting God that like in his timing and, you know, it might take you know a month. It might take years. But at the same time, like in his timing, he's drawing people close to him. And I love that. And I love that about your story. Yeah, and it's not so easy as just me coming to God because there was a huge fight to keep me where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, the internal battles that I dealt with, I mean, even like 
going to the dream team party last year. Most of you probably will like, well, nobody would know this, but I didn't want to go the week leading up to the dream team party. I was like, oh my gosh, like, why am I going to this church? Nobody likes me. I don't fit in there. Mm -hmm. Like, why did I go? And I had such negative thoughts that were just attacking me Mm -hmm. all the time. And I was crying and I was a mess and was talking to Dave about it. And he's like, China, like, where is this coming from? I don't understand. These are all your friends. Like, why wouldn't you want to go? But, you know, the mental attacks that I experienced when I was making this transition, like, they were so extreme. And I'm glad that I made it through it because, you know, an easier path would have been, like, you know, giving up on Christ or just becoming super depressed or, I mean, suicidal. Like, it's the types of thoughts that were coming into my head. They were so dark, like, so, so scary. And, yeah. Wow. But I made it through. And thank you for answering all of my texts and dealing with me. Kept worried that you guys would be like, oh, this girl, like, you didn't like her that much. Just, like, get rid of her. But you were very patient, so thank you. Yeah. Yeah, patient, but definitely praying. (laughs) <laughs> and and seeing that work in your life. And of course, I didn't know the dark spaces that were in your head, but I, I felt that battle that was happening in you. And and so, yeah, I'm just I'm proud of um, the Christ follower that you've become and seeing like your joy every Sunday. And I don't think that there's anybody who comes to Connect Church who doesn't see that. And it's such a beautiful thing, like from when you serve, when you teach kids, when you're um, on the front row, just dancing away, like every bit of you just exudes Christ's joy. And I love that about your spirit. It's awesome. Um, So if you were to tell somebody something about church, and like knowing where you've been and how far you've come, like what is something that you would tell that they they might be wrestling with and you want somebody else to know about church that's on the outside? I would just say to don't give up and keep going. I think I would try and relate to someone more on like that battle side and be like, you know, like I understand that this transition can be hard. And, you know, for people who have been going to church their whole lives, it just seems like a natural thing. But for those of us who have had different paths, you know, it can be tricky and there's a lot going on, but just stick with it. And, yeah. you know, is if you open your heart, then, you know, the love will come in. So I know that sounds cheesy, but um, yeah, I it's think so it's true, just though. the like stick with it because it would have been so easy to just stop coming, especially because, I mean, it completely disrupted my Sunday routine of pancake breakfasts and like <laughs> I used to love Sundays staying at home and now we love Sundays going to church yeah but um yeah just take your excuses away and don't stop trying and just talk to people because I always felt like yeah I didn't fit in because my story is different but you can always relate to somebody on some level yeah. about something that's awesome um, and and so now you and Dave serve on the dream team and you have been for about a year and uh where is your favorite place to serve I like the front door, which I think everyone who's been through the front door when I'm working it knows. Um, I like, I don't know, I don't drink coffee. I think that's an important thing I should put out there because I think everyone thinks I'm very high on caffeine in the morning, but I don't drink coffee. I'm literally just that excited to be there. So I'm standing outside of my sign with my sign and I'm like yelling at you down the parking lot, like, welcome to church. Like, I'm actually that excited that you're there. Um, So yeah, it's my favorite spot to be at the door. I love it. I love it. And so hopefully you get to meet Shanna at the front door um, and she's going to greet you as you come in. But thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. And um, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. So thanks. Thank you.